Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch, y'all. We're in for episode 53. You literally just told me that. And how I forgot in two seconds, I'm not sure. But we're back. But you got it. But I got it. Mm-hmm. Y'all know who this is. This is Courtney. <laughs> y'all know who this is. I, I like that. Now, that's how you walk into 2020. That's how y'all you know walk, who this y'all is. Y'all know who this is. We're not, we not playing with y'all no more. This is season three. <laughs> y'all know who this is. Y'all know my voice. Hey, guys. It's Kiana. Still me, though. Still me. <laughs> Kiana, what are you drinking? Let's pass that mimosa. I am drinking a nice glass of Cabernet. I've been on my cab lately. Did you have that last time? I think you had that last time. I did. Because you said that. Like it's, just been, it's been a mood for you. It has. It gets me where I need to be, and it's. And I think that I'm craving something a little drier now, mm. which is weird. And I'm just like, did my palate change? I was gonna say your palate's changing. So that's what I'm drinking. Nice. What you so it was funny. <clears throat> so this this episode for the listeners, this isn't dropping until I think it's actually gonna drop on New Year's Day. No, New Year's Day. Um, but. We're recording. We knew it's for 28. We're recording in advance. And so I'm at my mama's house. And it was two minutes before I was supposed to get on the phone with Kiana. And I ran downstairs. And I was like, Ma, we got some alcohol? And she started to point to the medicine cabinet. I said, no, liquor. (laughs) (laughs) And her and my brother looked at me like, I was like, I'm sorry. I drink on the show. Like, we drink while we record. And my brother was like, you don't want to fake it till you make it? Like, that's starting the day off because I'm home for Christmas and I have to go grocery shopping after this. So he's like, that's starting the day off a little rough, ain't it? And then I opened up. There's no edge you need to make it out of these crowds. I forgot that I bought a bottle of, what what did my grandfather used to drink all the time? It's like cheap whiskey. But <clears throat> he wasn't spending his good whiskey money on us until we got older. <laughs> That's when I got hit to grandma. Yeah, but I had that cheap bottle of whiskey. And I was like, oh, this is mine right here. So I made me a little cocktail. Yes. Got, um, whiskey and ginger ale with a splash of apple juice. Yes. Whiskey is a very winter <laughs> drink, too. Like I, when I think of winter and Christmas seasons, like if you want to up your Christmas ante, I will go for the whiskey. Absolutely. I will go for the whiskey. Good choice. So that's what I'm drinking today. Well, it's it's good to see, sis. Yes. That's what I was going to say, too, and share with the listeners that I'm a little excited about is that, guys, like, (laughs) I think you guys are going to enjoy this show better because we're going to enjoy this show better because this is our first time, like, doing FaceTime as we record. So to be able to see each other's interactions is interesting. Which is, I think it's important because to know Courtney, when you hear Courtney, you have to understand that Courtney comes with a lot of um, nonverbal communication. You have to see her to get her, and Courtney is the vibe. So I have to, if I can see Courtney, it's always good. It's always good energy. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be making, oh. I'm not good. I literally <laughs> was downstairs doing that with my Downstairs with my mother and brother, and you know how like you be asking questions about you know it's the holidays, who coming over, who doing what, and it took me five face tries to get it right on that six when I finally got it because I was giving all sorts of face. Um, so yes, my face normally tells it all. 
I'm not good at controlling that. I don't even try to. Not at this point in life. You don't. You don't. You make it corny. It be so plain. (laughs) And that's why I be having to tell you when we on the phone. I be like, Courtney, make it plain. Because I know you can. Mm -hmm. I know you can. Because you're looking like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. (laughs) I, I know you know what's up. Okay, so instead of um, telling y'all what's going on, what's been happening in the last week or two with us, we're going to share, since it is the new year, um, we're going to share what we're planning for 2020. Kiana, why don't you start? Why don't you start with your trips? Because I know you got them. Oh, girl. So 2020 is taking off. So I'm really chilling. Like I'm not doing anything. So this is pretty much, you know what I'm going to be doing for the next so-and-so few weeks, but I'm laying low because 2020 is taking right off for me. I'm going to London at the top of the year. So I'll be there for about three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll make that work, baby. (laughs) And then I'll be in Paris shortly after that. So I'll spend a week in Paris and then I'll come back home. And then after that, I'll be turning 30. Hello. She's probably in her 30s, guys. Yes, I'll be turning 30. And then that'll be fun, but I won't be traveling for my birthday. I'll be here in Nashville for my birthday. Oh, we decided. I figured, I was like, you know what? I plan so much travel for work. Mm -hmm. I live out of town to everybody else. And so I don't want to plan out of town for for my birthday. So we'll do it here. Sidebar, my arms are looking kind of nice. How can I get a yes. of this? But Courtney, you know what? You always shape up like Angela Bassett. You hop on that bike and then the youth just just, just pours out of your pores. You know, I'm I am blessed with that. And I'm grateful because it don't come easy. It don't come easy at all. It does not. It does not. But I'll share that in my 2020 plans. But go ahead. Okay. And so then after that, um, after my birthday. I actually take off to speak at my first conference, which I'm very excited Yay. about in New Orleans. So I'll be in New Orleans shortly after that. So that'll that'll be just a fun way to kick off 20, 2020 and to turn 30 all at the same time. And then... Okay, but wait, for real, send me those dates because I have days that I need to use up. Okay, we can days. do that. We can do that. We can definitely do that. So yeah, that'll be fun. So that's like the first half of my year. The rest of my year, I have spring travel for work. So I'll be in my crazy territory. Y'all see me on social media doing that. And then um, the end of the year, I'll wrap up my final 30th trip. And I'm going back to London for work, which is required of me. I have to go to London for two two, two times a year mm-hmm. now. And then um, I'll be going to Africa. Oh, that's right. That's the yes. trip I was supposed to yes. But we'll talk yes. about that later. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm sure there's some 30, 30, some 30 birthday trips sprinkled in there. All my girls are turning 30 next year. And so mm-hmm. we call that birthday season. We started it when we were in college where we all line up our birthdays. Our birthdays are all in a row. So it's birthday season for us because we all are turning 30. So I'll be stopping in to visit them when they set their birthday plans. Aww. Fun oh, yeah. times, fun times. Do you have any particular goals for 2020? I am ironing them, them out. I, they're in process. They're underway. Like, I feel like I take the first week of January, I take up to January 7th to really 
unpack my goals because I know there are areas that I want and I want to dig deep into every area. So I set the areas that I'm working what what I want to work on, like my emotions, finances, things like that, and then I go into each area and I break that down. But that takes some time. Okay. Take some time. What about you? Where where are you going? What are we go setting for? So normally by now I have a whole list of places, as you know, and I guess the listeners know now too, this is our third year having this conversation. Um, I have a whole list of places I know that I'm going. I don't think it's as extensive this year um, because for a couple of reasons. One, there are my list of places that I want to go to domestically has drastically shortened. I've like I hit a lot of yeah. places last year. The only place that I'm missing is really New Orleans. There's no place outside of that that I'm like, ooh, I gotta get there. Like that's I on would my love domestic. To New Orleans with you. That's on my domestic bucket list. Um, there are other places I want to go domestically, but I don't feel the sense of like urgency. Like I want to experience it, and I wouldn't mind. I would almost prefer like going during the week because I want to like go to breakfast go to lunch go you know my trips are primarily about food and drinks so (laughs) and and being with the locals and not like I don't like to do the not that I don't like to do the touristy things but when I travel I prefer to do and live like the locals do Mm -hmm. um so New Orleans is at the top of my list I'm gonna figure Mm -hmm. out how and when to make that happen this year um and then I am planning my 35th Gag me, bitch. No. <laughs> um, I thought I had decided on the location, but I'm changing my mind because I prefer all-inclusive. And so the okay. original place that I was thinking did not have literally any all-inclusive resorts. So that's, I, I planned to have, I had originally planned to have the save the date out to people by my birthday in 2019. That didn't happen. Life happened and that's okay. Um, but I believe in giving people enough time to plan and get your coin together. So hopefully that will be coming out in the next few weeks. And if people can make it, they can make it. It is open to whoever wants to go. Um, and that's going to be that. So I can't wait because I'm getting fine, baby. I've been I've been on it. Okay. And that's hey, part of that's part up? of my 2020 goal. So I can move on to that. <laughs> um <laughs> the day before Thanksgiving. I don't think I shared this with you guys last time, but the day before Thanksgiving, I went to the doctor because my doctor is still here in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I found out that I weigh the most that I have ever weighed in my life. Mm. Um, and while it was a shock, and it, and what was worse was that <laughs> bitch, I thought I lost weight. <laughs> really? Wow, that's that's I've been I've been there before. That's not funny. Sometimes that's in not in the moment. That shit not funny. So I feel you. I told my family I was like, I need this twenty four hours. I will let it go, but I need this twenty four hours. But I'm gonna keep referencing my weight so I can get this out of my system because this is no longer a joke. But, um, so with that being said, though, my butt is also the biggest it's ever been. Keep that now. And I wasn't the first person to say that. So it's not like me hyping myself (laughs) up. My, a couple people have been like, (laughs) 
Where did that? What you been doing? Listen, don't 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 discredit your growth because it ain't what you think it's supposed to be. That's your ass. No, I'm. And it's my point group. is, I'm not making this up. I wasn't like, oh, my butt getting big, y'all. No, people told me my butt was getting big. They was like, Cordy, what's happening? What you been doing? I was like, I've been doing rallies. I've been doing Mr. Hero. <laughs> Those are the men in my life. That's what I've been doing, baby. But since oh, then, yeah, we- your girl is back on track. I do not eat meat again anymore except for seafood. Yep. Oh, wow. And okay. ever since, like, it was just like, I snapped it right back on. So what was it about, and we can probably go into this in probably another episode, yes. but later on, I do want to know what, like, what, why not meat? Like, why was it just like, that's what needs to go? So people laughed when I said this before me going back to meat, mm-hmm. is that I said I've it's not necessarily the meat itself. For me, I knew mm-hmm. it was a gateway. So okay. it was, okay. it's, it's not the chicken. It's not, and I wasn't eating a lot of red meat. I mean, okay, rallies, you know, all of that, whatever. Um, but it was, it's a gateway for me. So <clears throat> me going back to meat did not necessarily mean me cooking at home in the way that right. I do when I'm not eating meat, that meant everything. I had all of the options that I didn't have before. So McDonald's could be back in my repertoire. Rallies, all of that, like the things that were just way too easy and convenient, which is the main reason why I did not want to go back to meat because I knew I had those options. Whereas with me not eating meat, I was a little bit more constricted. So it kept me more disciplined. So that makes sense. You know what? And that was another thing I wanted to tell you. And you, so I was gifted by one of my friends who I used to work with at Kent State um, way back in the day. She gave me um, a HelloFresh box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the perfect time. I just moved back to Nashville. This is great. Um, let me see what this is about. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun making this Hello Fresh box. I was FaceTiming one of our friends in LA, drinking my wine, make um, and making this Hello Fresh box. It was so good, Courtney. And I learned a new recipe. You know, I just don't cook. I don't feel that inclined to cook. Like, I'm not like my mom. My mom can cook, cook. I mm-hmm. can't cook. Like, when I cook, it don't taste like what she made. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm comparing it to that. And so I'm not that. But that Hello Fresh box, I was like, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think what I'm going to start using more, which is interesting because I don't have any kids, I don't have a family, but I enjoy cooking, but I enjoy cooking with fresh things. But sometimes the act of having to go to the grocery store and find all of those fresh things. So Mm -hmm. I think I might start doing like um, grocery shopping and then like picking it up at the door or something like that. So I can maximize my time or even having it delivered. That is one thing that I think like is something because I feel a way about like the Uber Eats and you know those delivery things which like you do not need to Uber some McDonald's but no judgment hey $25 for McDonald's I don't care if I have it I just can't I can't and that's no judgment I've done it several times but but this is the thing it's not even that I'm judging you I just want to spend that on lipstick I'm not judging you because I have another vice I want to put that toward that I'm just cheap. So I'd rather maximize my time and pay for my groceries to be delivered. That's true. And spend my time in the kitchen. Oh, I made this Beyond Meat. It's a veggie burger, the best veggie burger that I've ever had. 
I made this Beyond Meat burger with guacamole. I made my made my guacamole fresh, made some um, fresh aioli sauce. Child, I made that sandwich out. Anyway, we're getting all the way over there. Um, so my goal for 2020, one of my goals for 2020 is to get back to the healthy lifestyle, not a diet, back to the yes. healthy lifestyle that um, I had before. So I'm really excited about that because I know I can do it. Um, it's yes, just you can. about being in that mental space to do it. So if That's anybody can do it, I've seen you do it. So we're good there. Yeah, we're good. Um, and okay. then fingers crossed, I'll be buying my first home. Yes. Yay. Yes. I, um, I want to talk to people more about some of like the processes that I've been going through in life too. So I would love to talk to you more about that too. Just the, just the process of buying a home. Absolutely. Okay. So are we sharing the good news next? We are. So here it goes. The good news is such. Maturity is what happens when one learns to only give a fuck about what's mm. truly fuck worthy. <laughs> it's a word. It's a word. <laughs> and that is from the subtle art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> okay. That tickled me. It did. So I'll let you kick this off. All right. So I was just thinking over some some food that, um, you know, a lot of people care a lot about what other people think. You know, it's the holiday times. We just came from Christmas. You know, right now we're in Christmas. It's Christmas Eve for us. And it's going to be New Year's Day. So everybody's in their feelings about goals and family and all of these things. And we really care about what other people are thinking about us. And what truly matters is how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times the holiday season, we can get wrapped up in the minutia of gifts and engagement and a lot of other things that are going on. But, you know, we have to really learn how not to, or really learn how to release the pressure of what we think other people think about us. And I want to talk to you about that. Okay. So let's talk. How do you, how do you, or how have you done that? Like, how have you seen that transition for yourself? Because I feel like, Everybody always, at some point, lives in a phase of their life where they give a fuck, right? Like, they they care what what other people think. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, how has that changed for you? It's changed a lot. And I think even, because I wasn't going to talk so much about me being back in Nashville. It was just like, that's my choice. That's what I wanted to do. And it truly is. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to do. And I don't owe nobody no choice. Like, oh, what made you? I just wanted to. There's no diss, no nothing. I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in that process, too, especially moving back, because Atlanta is where my immediate family is. Mm-hmm. So being there with my immediate family, and um, that's all. First off, I haven't been around my immediate family or in the same city as my immediate family in 11 years, honey. Mm-hmm. 11. Decade plus one. So I get it. It was such an adjustment, and it was an adjustment that I think you have to make a call in your life and decide what what's more important, you or your family. And it's not to say that your family is not important to you, but you have to decide what is more important to you. And, and I think that's the most important question. And so I had to learn to let go 
of what other people may thought. Because my family, we're a close-knit family. I'm a family of, um, it's me, my mom, my brother, and my sister. But my mom is one of 12. My grandfather is one of 22. I come from a big family. We believe in family. That's what we do. So moving away is just like, that's kind of hard to do, especially around mm-hmm. holiday season. And for mm-hmm. me, I was just like... I can't give a fuck about what y'all think, honestly. So I have to do, <laughs> I have to do what's best for me because at this point in my life, I'm not doing what I'm, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing what I'm led to do, and so I have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I'm obedient, it'll pay off. And I've seen the, I've seen the benefit of me, my obedience. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got there, okay. at least present day. Okay. So what about you? Um, I'm trying to remember like when that transition happened for me, like when it really clicked, because I feel like I almost didn't notice it until others noticed it in me. Like you really don't be giving a shit. And I was like, I don't, (laughs) like I really don't. I would like to say that I think it happened somewhere between somewhere in college Right. Where it was like, and I would say early on, you know, I was there for five years. So I would say somewhere between my freshman and sophomore year. Um, and maybe, maybe as early as my freshman year was just like, I don't owe anybody anything. Amen. <laughs> and if somebody has something to say about it, good, bad, or indifferent. And with love or not with love, like you can come say it. Yeah. But until then, and nine times out of 10, I know that you won't. That's a big fact. So like if somebody, re- and this, this isn't cocky. I mean, cause the same could be said about me. Like I can have a problem with somebody else, but if I'm not saying nothing, then like that's an <laughs> Like, what we talking about then? And that's a point that I got to where it's just like, I had that realization. I was like, if somebody really had beef with me, if somebody really had something to say, or somebody really loved me, if somebody was really vibing with me, um, they gonna say it in it, but nine times out of 10, they don't. So I don't have time to be worrying about like what other people think and Mm -hmm. trying to overanalyze something that has never even been said to me, that has never even been brought to my attention. You know what I mean? So it was like, I think that's what made it click for me, which is like, you... You can't spend time <clears throat> on things that are not adding to you, that that are not making you better. Like, and that doesn't have necessarily have to be coming from a place of love. Like, again, if somebody's not willing to say anything to you, then you just gotta let it be. No, you, can't, that's you can't sit and try to think about like, well, what if what if they're saying this and what if they're saying that? I don't have time for that. I don't have time for like so you have to figure out what it is that you want. And as long as you're working and operating in that and being, like you said, and being led by that, that's all I can do. But I will say I was most appreciative of the people who did say something. Absolutely. Like good, better. I remember, and I know exactly who it is. I remember this one Facebook messenger wasn't like as weird as it is now, um, but that's how you communicated on Facebook. Um, (laughs) Somebody hit me up, a Bobcat hit me up and had no idea and I never interacted with her really um and she hit me up she was like hey essentially I get the vibe that you don't like me and I I don't know what that's about 
And I was really caught off guard. I was like, and it wasn't even one of those things. I did that look back because Kiana can see me. Y'all can't. Right, right. I, I can't. I watched my girl. What you saying? Right. Yeah, it was my one bad. of those things where I didn't even feel the need. Like, you know how you go back to your girls like, girl, let me tell you what such and such said to me. No, like I just handled it in the moment. Um, And I was like, I for real don't even know you not to like you. And and right. I felt like it was right. squashed. And she was like, you know, good to know. I appreciate you saying that. Like, I was like, it's no beef at all. Like, I don't. And there's no shade. I don't know you. I would never not like you because I don't, you know, I don't have anything to go right. off of. Um, and she appreciated it. And it's been all love ever since. Like, we still have not had, like, a full-blown conversation, but we follow each other on social media. I big her up. She'll big me up. You know, whatever. But, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, if I can only care about something yeah. because you brought it to my attention. But outside of that, I'm not spending time on things that I can't control. No, that's right. You know what? That's why you gotta, this is the thing. I always tell people like, you gotta peep and move on. So you can either, self, you, have, you, have to, you have to learn how to fight your battles. One, pick your mm-hmm. battles. And then two, if you decide that this battle isn't for you, you gotta peep shit. You gotta peep stuff and then you gotta move on because some stuff isn't worth your time. Some stuff isn't worth your investment. But at the same time, for those things that you are truly invested in, those things that you do care about, or those things that you're truly bothered by, I think you should speak up in those instances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think that. So I want to ask you a question. So do you think that you should not give a fuck all the time? Do you think that there are times where you should give a fuck? Oh, absolutely. I do. Because I, th- I do think that there is a... Um, do you listen to Amanda Seals' uh, podcast? Amanda Seals has been speaking my life lately. I don't know what it is, but she has been just, we, we, we've been connecting. Mm-hmm. So I listened to the, um, I'm making reference to this for, for a couple of reasons. I, I listened to the um, side effects of insecure men on my way I home. listened to that too. And so I think there are characteristics of a person who does not give a F all the time that that identifies as selfish, that identifies as mm-hmm. um, ego tripping, that identifies as um, a narcissist. So I think to not give an F all the time with everything, I just don't believe that you should be on the extreme of anything. And that's and it, right. the same goes for that. I think you have your healthy, to me, that's really what not giving an F really is. Like you have your healthy boundaries. You know what I mean? But to not give an F about anything, that means you're not giving an F about your loved ones. Right. You know what I mean? You're not, because you cannot give an F and still be considerate. (laughs) You cannot give an F and still be respectable. You know what I mean? You cannot give an F and still be kind. But if you're on that extreme of not doing it at all, um, I think it sets you up for isolation. Yeah. Like... People, people don't gravitate towards that like but i think some you know the mm, this mm. <laughs> i think people that do that they do that for a reason and i think it comes with some insecurities right oh yeah absolutely i mean one thing i was about to say courtney i okay so let me just say this y'all i have not had a twitter since 2012 when I graduated from college because I said I was too addicted to Twitter and I was like I just can't do it because I have too many thoughts and I just let these bitches bat, 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 bat. 
<laughs> and so I got a Twitter because I was like, people are walking around with their insecurities on a sleeve nowadays. Like, I, you can literally see, like, your hair hurt you there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but anyway, um, I think, like, to go back on what you said, I think that you're right. I think too much of anything is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I think that you can never... There's an art to anything. I think that one of the things that I've really been taking into consideration now, and I think oftentimes we move through life and we forget about it, is science. And you know what I mean? Like, to every... There has to be balance in the world. To every positive, there's a negative. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there's really science in this world. And it's here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I think that you have to have a balance. You have to have a balance of taking care of yourself. You have to have to, you have to have a balance of taking care of the other people in your life. Because I do think that we are called to one another mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And so I think that you have to figure that out. And whatever that means to you. And you get to define that. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the beauty of it. It's not the same way for every person. So you got to respect that person when they have those boundaries. And then you have to also know when to set your own. So I think it's important just to know how to move through life. You have to have those balances. Yeah. Um, And then the last thing, because you brought this up, we were talking about the consequences of just not caring. Like that really can result in people being by themselves. And I don't think people think about that. I don't think people think about the consequences of their actions. I think a lot of people have moved through life and because social media has clouded so many people's perfect days because every day looks like a perfect day. Nobody ever thinks that they have to ever be held accountable for the things that they do because nobody has bad days. Mm -hmm. And there comes a day where we all have to be held accountable for the things that we do. And that even means sometimes when you choose not to care enough about somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because that's really what truly, that's truly what not giving a is just not caring so when you decide not to care about somebody else there is a repercussion for right, that right because everything comes like i said there's a science there's every for every negative there's a positive what goes around comes around those those sayings are true and so i think that you do have to take all those things into account yes i absolutely agree like but to some to some degree, I feel like the people that do that, that's exactly what they want. But that's why I mentioned the insecurity piece, because they're doing it for a reason, whether consciously or subconsciously, they're doing it for a reason. Um, but I think there's some insecurities around that where it's like, I'm going to do everything in my in my power to what's the word I'm looking for? Um, push somebody away or push people away by being Mm. that extreme because I don't feel worthy. And this is a huge generalization. I'm not saying that this is the case for everybody, but you see some of those tendencies when you, when you have some of those characteristics, um, I think deep down it is because of insecurities and not feeling worthy of having certain things you know having the good things and so when you don't feel worthy of having the good things you don't give good things to other people um so you know i think i think i think you know there are definitely layers to it um but like we said you know too much of anything is a bad thing so that's a gem we're gonna have to write that down girl i got you okay noted thank you thank you appreciate it Send it yeah. to me. <laughs> so I can. This is a perfect segue it into sure the next is. topic. Then it sure is, is as we like we laid it out. Like that's like, why I had that one little cringe moment. I was like, mm, mm, I want to say some perfect. things. Okay. Yes. 
it was just like that day when you walk into your room and you just laid out the perfect outfit, like hat, shirt, that's it, shoes, jacket, go, go conquer the world. But anyway, so that brings us to our next topic, and that is why do exes be coming around around this season? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) I just keep it plain, make it plain. Make what do I tell you, Courtney? Make it plain. Make it plain. Why do exes just pop right back up around this time? I feel like this is the season of temptation. Because everything is so glammed up. Like I said on social media, everything is just so hyper. Everything is on a hundred trip, 50 million. You know what I mean? And, and it's only for one day, for 24-7, for 24 hours. Now, when you, first, when you first brought it to me, or... I almost said something petty. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let it marinate. You know it was good. I'm gonna say this, and you're you're gonna when I first brought it to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact because I didn't bring it. When I first brought it to okay. you, thank you. Yep, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um it was also it. around the idea of not necessarily just Christmas, but holidays, birthdays. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. the winter season, yes, has we see a heightened time, you know, a heightened increase of like when exes start popping back up. But you and know, it's the new year. You just set your new year, goals. Right. Like they trying to come for your goals. What's up? You just set them. Pat pat moves. I got but the birthdays. Back up, brother. <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, Valentine's Day. Oh my lord! Okay, she's doing all the gestures, (laughs) y'all. But they truly they find the most opportunistic times to pop back up. Hey, stranger! (laughs) But they getting real smooth these days. They not even they getting real smooth. It'd be the, I miss you. It'd be the, how's the, you ready for the new year? But how about they can be, they being woke too, sis. Don't be sleep. They hit you with the six day of Kwanzaa. You ain't think he was watching all the way to the six day of Kwanzaa. Seven. No, he hit you with the six days. So he was going through Oh, I Yeah, like. Yeah, he's going through it. You're like, how did you know? I thought you only know the first and the last. Like, you know, the sixth day. Mm-hmm. He really, he tell, really, he really. Tell be me what number three is. Tell me what day. He really three be is. in his Kwanzaa. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, cause that would be a day to get me, cause you know my, or that would be a time to get me, cause you know my family celebrates Kwanzaa. We do Kwanzaa. celebrate Kwanzaa in your family. Yes, we do. <laughs> we celebrate Kwanzaa on my daddy's side too. Look, we do celebrate Kwanzaa in your family. Okay, Kiana. <laughs> we do. Kiana, I have celebrated Kwanzaa with y'all. Yeah, family. you absolutely have. Mm-hmm. But no, we do. So if somebody popped up and knows that day three, I'm like, right, okay. right, no, right. You're like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when an ex? Actually, let me put it this way: What do you do when an, a problematic or a non-problematic ex pops back up around the holidays? This is why I don't like you because I feel like <laughs> this is when we have trouble, Courtney. I feel like but why? when we be when you be strumming my pain without knowing it. Okay. When I don't talk to you, it'd be like you just ask all the right questions. Okay. 
Because that's a real question for me right now. Um, you see all this gray hair? I got wisdom. Um, you know, I think that the biggest thing for me is to not get too wrapped up into my feelings. Like I am a Pisces and I am true to my core and my feelings will lead me down a rabbit hole. That is really, really unhealthy. Um, and it could be really cool for certain things. It's like, I have this superpower, but you have to know how to tame it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just out here busting lasers everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got to bring it back in because every it's not time to fight when mm-hmm. you're going out to dinner. Mm-hmm. It's not time to fight. Put it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like my emotions, they are one of the things that I love about myself that I feel so <laughs> deeply. But I also think that because of my emotions, whether it be a problematic ex or unproblematic ex, that action is still the same. It applies to both of them. Like, don't let your emotions get so wound up in the fact that he was problematic to you and go down that rabbit hole of what's negative about yourself and how you got mm-hmm. there with him or whatever it is about that situation. True. Or whether it be the or whether it be the non-problematic ex where it's just like, oh, we can get married next week and I and I missed him and he was everything that I ever wanted and he looks great on paper. Like that or that. So I think that I have to have a healthy balance of my emotions during this time because if I don't, my head will be in the clouds. I'm truly a Pisces. I will dream. I will just dream up all types of scenarios, Courtney. And you know that I will. You have been you have bear witness to those calls where I'm just like spiraling and you're just like Kiana one day at a time. Kiana, just calm down. Kiana, you moving too far ahead of yourself. Just slow Kiana, down. Let it be good. Yes. Yes. You always tell me that. Let it be good. And that is, um, that's something that I struggle with. But now I think that I will all, it's not something that I know that not only do I struggle with it, but now I have the skill set to really work through it because I'm aware of it. So I know when it's happening. So I can just call it out, call it for what it is, and I know what to do. Okay. So what do you do? Ooh, baby. Um, there have been times where I fell for it. There have been plenty of times where I fell for Ooh. it. Um, it and some of those times were by choice and I knew exactly what I was doing and I knew exactly what it was. And I was art of not giving an F, right? Like, right. And I was absolutely okay with that because I knew what I was getting into. There have been other times where it's just like, okay, you know what you're getting into and you're still letting this happen. That's right. on you. Especially if it's, you know, if it's not a situation that feels good. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and shout out to my teachers. Shout out to the exes, cause you know <laughs> y'all have y'all have taught me some things. But you better than me. Um, you know, I true I'm truly one of those people. It, I mean, it doesn't happen right away, and I know it's cliche, but I'm truly one of those people where it's like I count it all a lesson learned. Like, cause I'm very self aware, I'm very self reflective. So it's like acknowledge it, acknowledge what it is, and you know, keep it moving. But now I'm in a place where if if somebody were to hit me up, especially if it's somebody that you like still have feelings for, you still feel somewhat of a connection to, you know, I let myself feel those feelings in the moment. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going back. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm about to entertain your shenanigans. Um, 
but I, I allow myself to do what I need to do in the moment. Right. And then we, then we go back over here. <laughs> like, no, I'm with you. Cause I'm like, listen, I, I know I learned my lesson, but you can stay, you gotta stay over there. You have to stay over there. Like I appreciate the lesson that I learned, but I am not one of them people that are just always calm, cool and collected. That always hold they cool. Like I'm not that person. I, I will flame you. <laughs> like, just stay over there. Like, I'll say hi to you. We can be cordial, but stay over there. Give me my space. Go about your life, and then I'll decide when I want to deal with you. But no, I'm the I, same I, way. I ain't she. I ain't she. You saw it in action. Don't ever get it twisted about me. Not ever <laughs> once. <laughs> don't ever get it twisted. Stay over there. Um. Don't let. Don't. You know. I'm a lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a lady. But don't let that fool you. Like. I hurt your feelings in a heartbeat. And only because if I feel like I have to, not not to be mean for the sake of being mean, but I am protecting myself, okay? Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. It's I'm protecting always about protecting myself. In my space. Um, and, and I'm letting you know that I'm not going to allow you to continue to do what you've been doing and let you think that that's okay. So and I'm I setting, I'm setting the tone in a better example. I think that's important to know, too, because I think a lot of men always think that we're giving off attitude, and it's not so much attitude, because y'all just had that stereotype of black women in itself, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that I'm protecting myself. What would you do to protect the things that you love? I love me the same way that you protecting your J's, the same way that you protecting your babies, the same way that you protecting your hairline, the same way that you protecting not. all of that other <laughs> facts, sis. <laughs> Because you probably you should like, be oh, more protective with that. Wrap them edges up, baby. Wrap them edges up. But Where's your wave <laughs> So, you got to know that like, I'm protecting myself. And so, when I think of me, I think I'm very important. And I, I take that seriously. But I don't even... It doesn't even necessarily have to be an attitude. Like, it don't... Yeah. It's not like... Uh, I'm not like one of them chicks like... I mean, I can be if I felt like it was very necessary. Um... And if you disrespecting me, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm popping, you know, I'm popping off. But like in this setting, like if somebody were to pop up right now and shoot me a text or call me or something like that, I'm not instantly answering. Like, what you doing calling me? Like, we done here? Like, no. My point is like, I'm just, I'm going to let you know what the standard is now, and what you've been doing is not it. Like, you, you at this point, we're, we're up here. I let you get away with some stuff months ago, you know, or whenever we was together or even afterwards when you felt like you um, felt comfortable enough to slide back in to the DMs, to the text messages, mm-hmm. whatever. Be that bold. That's, that's fine. But either my lack of response um, or me just directly letting you know, like, look, ain't no love lost. Well, we're not going to do this anymore. It's not even with an attitude. It's just like, it It just is what it is. You know what I mean? It's like, look, thank you for what you did. Thank you for what you said. Um, I hope you're doing well. But as for me and my house, <laughs> we won't be partaking in these shenanigans anymore. So, <laughs> so I was... Um... I'm a firm believer in that. Like, I'm all, I'm always about, I live, for me, I like to set my life by a certain code. And one of them is like, you got to keep that same energy. Like, keep whatever, however big you was when we broke up and did all that stuff. 
I want you to be that big always because I'm going to take you for who you say you are because I'm gonna, I take everybody by their word. But Period. one of the but the one of the other things and, and also I think that a lot of men just don't stand by their word, but that's that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um what you said before was that was important to me was that you fell for it. And I've been that girl who's fallen for it for so long. I am I've been in situations where it's lasted longer than what I would have hoped it to be to have gone. You know in what I mean? In that same and way. So, Not necessarily and sorry to cut you off, but I think what people have to understand is it's not that you don't want something to last, which I know could right. be assumed, but like it lasted in this way, in an unhappy, right. unhealthy, for what, you know, based on whatever your standards are, it lasted in a way that was not ideal for me. And I let myself right. stay there. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. No, no, no. I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. So what did you do or what do you do Ooh. to forgive yourself? Like, what is that process of forgiveness like? Mm, you know, that's a really good question. I, um, you know, I, I think affirmations are important. Um, they so are, child. Affirmations are important, but I think accountability is even more important because I think people like to affirm but not be accountable because mm-hmm. I do believe that we all play a role in something. This is not to excuse how you are treated when you are treated poorly, because it's definitely not one of those situations. Like I heard some chick on the breakfast club the other day talking about, um, asking, you know, she was doing an ask ye and talking about, um, should I take my man back after he cheated? You know, ye talking about, you know, whatever, trying to figure out the situation. And she's like, but I mean, I completely understand why he cheated because, like, I'm crazy, you know, whatever. And he was like, you being crazy has nothing to do with, like, yes, like, take accountability for your part in it. But him cheating, you being crazy does not make it okay for him to cheat. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, it does not necessarily go hand in hand. My point in terms of like accountability is like, I played a role in this. So acknowledge how you played a role, whether it is, how did you contribute to the unhealthy situation? Whether it is, how did you contribute to this going on longer than it should have? Um, and allowing yourself to be in that space. It's okay to acknowledge it, but then find the proper tools to get over that um, and work right. through that and and move on from that and then allow yourself to, or make sure that you do not allow that to happen again. Right. Um, and so that's what I mean about accountability because we all play a role, whether we, you know, are just submissive to it or, you know, it, it looks different for everybody in every situation. But I think that's what's big for me is acknowledging where I play my role, being accountable to it, um, finding the tools and asking for the tools, essentially asking for help. Mm-hmm. Right, that's important. Um, I was telling my mom about that the other day. You got to learn how to ask. Open yeah. up your mouth and ask. Close mouth, don't get fed. Absolutely. So You're absolutely right. Um, And I think that helps the forgiving process because, I mean, we all fall short of the glory of the Lord. So it's like, you're not going to be perfect in every situation. You're yes. just not. Um, and I think when you let some of that, cause I feel like that's what some of it is too, is trying to be perfect. When you let some of that perfectionism go, it's a little easier to forgive yourself. 
I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I agree with everything that you said, Courtney. I um I really like what you said and I agree with that. And I think I do the same things. And I also think that um what's important to me when when I get into those zones of some of those steps that you some of the steps that you've taken is I start to think about who holds me accountable and what that means is that I have to naturally assess my environment too because when you're in a headspace you also have to understand what's feeding you and sometimes those things are on you and sometimes those things can just be coming to you because of proximity mm-hmm. and so you have to check your environment mm-hmm. and that's really really important to me that's why I really take the time to like decorate my house for instance because my environment needs to be conducive to whatever type of vibe I want to give off I really believe in that I really want it I want you to feel me Mm -hmm. when people say I feel you like I really want you to feel me so that really um that's really important to me and then another thing you said too I was listening to I was listening to Amanda Seals um podcast and she was talking about I think it was the podcast about being misunderstood And that was so, it's a really good one. If you have time, you should listen to it. It was really important to me because after being in Atlanta with my mom, me and my mom have never just had like the best relationship. And I think growing up, I think she's always been one of those people who you, I would consider being misunderstood. And I think that when you misunderstand people, when you assess in your environments, I do, I do think that that leads to compassion because that's the next step that goes after understanding and assessing mm-hmm, your environments mm-hmm. is that some of these people can stay and they may be good for you and they may, you may be able to grow the fruits. You still may be able to see fruits from your relationships with them, but then the other people you just have to have compassion for. You can't, you can't. And it's hard to have compassion without understanding. It is. It is. You have to understand somebody in order to have compassion for them. And we should always seek to understand people Mm -hmm. because that's when we're able to love people genuinely. But all I have to say, love people, but you can love them from a distance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We see you. (laughs) You extra. You extra. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can see me. You right. Actually, I've been, I've been recording you, though. No, you have not. Okay, it stopped recording, but I was recording you earlier. I thought oh. it might be a good, like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> anyway, well, I think those were two. Next time. Girl. Okay, you see how I look. Anyway, um, those were two really good topics. Very full and robust. They were. Conversations. Um, so what <laughs> Kiana that was just an high-fived me through the <laughs> FaceTime. I, th- I think what we're going to try to do in 2020 is both of us reading the subtle art of not giving an F. Uh, so. I'll say it. Go ahead. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> I got baby ears nearby, so I'm trying to be like. That is Just true. I'll guard your tongue for you, sis. I got you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Although it might sound like you took a nap. Got a little quiet in here. <laughs> so, um, well, all right. Let's take, unless you have something else to add, I was going to say let's take a break and we'll come back with our tips. No, we can take a break. Awesome. All righty. And we are back for this week's tips. Um, I'm going to start my tip. 
is going to Dwayne Wade this week. Um, I follow Gabrielle Union. I actually don't follow him on Instagram, but I have followed, you know, their family and whatnot. And I've seen even over the last, I would say, year or two, um, you know, there's just been talk about his son. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I can't recall if it's, you know, just questions around his sexuality and people just bringing stuff up based off of pictures that they have posted. But I know that I want to say it was last year, maybe earlier this year, they went with him to a pride parade. Um, and just seeing how, you know, supportive they are with him. And I think most recently it was either Gabrielle Union or, um, Dwayne Wade or both had posted a picture with, the two of them, I think Kavya and his son, and I cannot think of his name. Oh, Zion, her mm-hmm. name. Let me be correct. Yes. Um, but I think she had on like a little a little crop top. They were standing mm-hmm. on the steps, and you know, people, you know, they got comments about that, of course. And so he recently, Dwayne Wade recently did an interview, pretty much saying like, "My love does not change from my son, my my son, Absolutely. who is growing into who she is." Um. And for me, that was so empowering to see a black man um, speak about his child in this way and take a stance on it um, because this is his child, period. Like, there's no conversation about it. And so I applaud him for pretty much, you know, for saying all I have to sit and do is love her and learn. And that's it. And that's absolutely it. And so I applaud them for the way they that they have done this and handled this. And and when I say handled this in the sense of like when I've seen them post other things, it hasn't been like this big push like my son is this or, you know, it was it was posting pictures like anybody else posts pictures on Instagram. Like this is a moment in my life that I'm choosing to share with you all. Um, and that's that on that. And so Dwayne Wade gets a hundred percent tip. And I say, I say that too, because in a time where I feel like black women and the LGBT community is begging for support from black men, it felt like he so authentically did it and not in a way of raising my hand and saying, Hey, you need to be like me. This is what people are talking about. No, like love is just love. And I love my child. And that's that. So to see him speak about that in such an authentic way, like I said, I, I just thought was so uh, empowering and also reassuring. Like, it's black men out there. And I do think it is an example without him saying like, Hey, be like me, be like Dwayne Wade. Okay. Right. <laughs> like period. And, and, and even how he's been supporting, uh, Gabrielle through yeah. her journey and being, you know, and being fired from America's got talent. Like he was like, I know my wife and she's always been one to take a stance for our community. And that's just going to be that. Like exactly, y'all, y'all know what y'all were getting. 
Dwayne Wade honestly has been on my mind a lot lately for a lot of the things that he's done and what he represents in terms of manhood and how he's constructed that on his own. And it's not even so much the characteristics of a man, but just the freedom construct the freedom of the construction. I and value so much because I think that a lot of black men have not really explored the spectrum of the freedoms that they have. And I and I love him for that and I really do appreciate that. So I, I agree with you. That's dope. That's yeah, that, he's probably gonna be in my top five favorite tips. Like, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I know what that feels like too. I had a family member transition, and that you just have to think about the process. Like, do do I want my ideals more than I want my family? I don't. I want, I want my cousin. Right. <laughs> I'm cool with it. And that's the I'm thing. Cool it doesn't it. have to be. I mean, because I feel like we all know somebody, but like we're just people we don't have to know somebody yeah you don't you don't just just love good okay so So i have a tip and this tip is a big tip in a in a way but um one of the tips that i wanted to give out this episode was for the one two three four five women who are representing beauty for the beauty standard for the world right now which was Miss USA, Miss World, Miss Universe, Miss Teen, Miss America. Um, as a little girl, I grew up watching pageants with my grandmother, and I don't have grandparents, and um, that's just like one of the few memories that I have. And I, she loved them, and for me, I could never get into it because there were just no black girls. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine watching that as a kid and seeing those type of women um, on the screen. So I'm giving them a I'm gonna give them a hundred percent tip too because that they carry a lot of weight and that scrutiny and that type mm-hmm. of pressure and that type of discipline and that type of um you just have to wear two sleeves too like you I think who was it I think Miss USA I wrote this down Chesley um she's a lawyer mm-hmm. like how are you a lawyer and you doing this and you doing pro bono cases like Child, are you a black woman? Like, my God, would you have time to even make time to be Miss USA? But she does, and she did it, and we do, and we always do, and we always make a way. And so that's why they're part of my tip. And then my last tip of the week is to one of my favorite comedians, Eddie Murphy. Y'all have no idea how happy I am that Eddie Murphy is back live and thriving. One of my favorite stand-ups is Raw. I will always love Raw. Um, I grew up watching stand-ups with my dad. I feel like this Christmas just been, has just been has just been such a nostalgic time for me. Mm-hmm. So just going back to some of that. And I was just full of word watching Eddie Murphy's um, Saturday Night Live. Did you see that? Um, I've seen snippets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love Eddie Murphy. Some of his stuff would not be acceptable in present times. <laughs> we know that. But times have changed. And I think that he's doing a good time, a good job. And I think that the rest of the comedians that were honored when he was on Saturday Night Live are also doing a good job with adapting to the times with their comedy. So they are still kings. And I'm, I was so happy to see him. So Eddie gets a 30% tip because he got enough money for all of us. And he can give me a tip. Right. <laughs> he can give me a tip. Y'all should have seen her crowd of Tis the season. All righty. Do you have brunch spots? 
Eight brunch spots? One. Yeah, sorry. I don't know I why I said one. multiple. So I went to this brunch spot in Atlanta with my cousin. So my cousin came to town, and he is a chef. And I trust anything that he tells me about food. So he knows that sometimes I have the palate of a three-year-old. You know, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, I'm a picky eater. She'd be like but a hamburger you just catch up. <laughs> Listen, I'd be like, I trust you. Do do what you do. Let me know what's good on this menu. So he took me to this place in Atlanta called Homegrown, and the food was slapping. Okay, so I got like a traditional breakfast, which was like some sausage, eggs, grits, and toast. And my cousin, he he went all out. He got like a salmon patty some grits, some fish. Like, when he does it, he does it all. So, the brunch was absolutely phenomenal. The service was really good. Um, and one of the things that I really loved about this brunch spot was that they um, actually um, get everything locally. Um, they bring in everything locally. We're okay. trying to bring in most of the things that they use for brunch locally. That's why it's called Homegrown. So, um, it was a really cool place, really nice little nook in Atlanta. So that's my brunch spot for the week. Okay. So my brunch spot is, you know, I felt like for a little second I was doing a little tour, but, um, <laughs> Lindy's in Columbus. Uh, <laughs> might Lindy's? be Lindy's. Yep. Okay. It might be in my top five brunch oh. spots in Columbus. Um, one, the ambiance. Two, the food was good. So I went with two girlfriends and we each got something different. We all got appetizers. And so it was just a table full of deliciousness. Um, We had some tempura cauliflower. We had some beignets. Um... Uh, my, one of my friends got the French toast. I got like an open face uh, lox bagel. Um, what was it a bagel? No, it wasn't a bagel. It was like on top of something. But y'all know, like I'm a fan of smoked salmon. Um, so I got that, and the food and the service was absolutely, absolutely amazing. The drinks, baby. Yes. What drinks did you, the did drinks you get? The drinks were um, on point. My friend got a traditional mimosa. And I'm looking at them now. I'll have to post these pictures because they're cute. Um, I think I got like a breakfast type like Kentucky Mule. And then my friend, because of the weather, got like a more fall type drink. Um, so it was like an apple, like a spiked apple cider. Um, and so it was really, really, really good. So we had an awesome experience there. So, um, I had been to Lindy's for lunch before, but mm-hmm. not brunch, but, um, I will go back in a heartbeat. Mm. We're going to have to go there. Yeah, I'm overdue for a Columbus visit. I'm overdue. I feel like you have said this the last five episodes. I know. And I mean it <laughs> every time. I just want to let you know that it doesn't lose its sincerity every time that I say it. I know. I know. All right. Well, those are the brunch spots for the week. Uh, I think Kiana's going to give y'all the social media. Am I missing anything else? No, nah, that's all we got. So Happy we got. New Year. Happy New Year. Drive safe. Fly safe. You know, Drink let's safe. Let's the brunch spots for Drink safe. Yes. Um, safe sex. 
Yes, if you yes. have sex, same sex. So um, you can find us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. Feel free to tag us in all of the, in all of your social media posts in all of your brunch attires everything we want to see it all so tag us um you can join our facebook group and it's called bitches love brunch if you are listening to us now which means you stayed the whole ride we appreciate you we love you uh, so go ahead and subscribe and show us your love back and then you can go ahead and subscribe on spotify apple music apple um, podcast and soundcloud google play all your major streaming platforms, all of those things. So go in there, get your friends, pass it along. They have those little buttons, you know, those things that have, they have like three little dots that you go in there. Mm-hmm. Click that, click share, send it to one of your friends. Yeah. So Sharing with the world. Yes. Sharing is So we'll be back soon. All right. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. New year, new me. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs>